Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the next episode of our podcast here. We're going to be starting a new series on Freemasonry and the occult, which are connected, and the New World Order. I know that sounds a little crazy, but I promise you it's all tied together, and it is uh, the occult. So uh, it's going to fall under our you know category of cults and world religions that we're, we're going over. So stick around, and we'll get right into it. Okay, so the last, let, we'll get started on this because Gus asked this question and, and then obviously there's a lot to unpack on this and I don't want to get like, I don't want to get like so far because we only had like 15 minutes last class to kind of whet your appetite to really introduce this and uh, so I know there's a lot to unpack and there's a lot of questions, I promise you. We're going to spend some time on this one because it is so... Um, it's just, there's just so much to it. Um, we're we're going to spend some time on it. But needless to say, uh, so to answer Gus's question, in other words, Gus asked, you know, we're talking about Freemasonry, the Illuminati, these kind of, and some, again, guys, you got to understand how controversial this is. Some people say this is, that all that's conspiracy theory. The, the Masons are just, they're just Shriner guys riding around in little go-karts in a parade and helping kids. Friend, I can assure you that's not the case, okay? There's, there's too much involved, okay? So in a modern-day context, despite how everything started as Freemasonry, how it got started and what the political implications of it are, we'll get into that in a minute. What it is today, there is massive tentacles, if you will, on this whole idea of of there being a uh, cult, occult, Satan worship type religion that's that's not as out in the open as the Church of Satan, okay? I mean, obviously the Church of Satan is, right? I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer, you know? So there's obviously that which needs to be hid. And so to answer Gus's question about the influence of Hollywood, I, I do believe, I, again, this is, some of this is conjunctures, kind of speculation, but I do believe strongly uh, societal influential things like Hollywood, or at least celebrities in it, music, the music industry. Guys, there's just so much. When you start talking about, just leave the Freemasonry side of it, you start talking about, you know, the Illuminati, all the different symbols, you know, this, one of their deals, this 666, you know, they do that all the time, right? I mean, that's one of their big, it's not just okay, it's like, you know, when, when they do that, that's six, 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 okay? And a lot of people say, are saying, ah, oh, that's just, they're messing with your mind and stuff. Okay, well, that, that's, that may be. So, so whenever you, uh, you look at, like, different, for instance, concerts from entertainers, Hollywood, concerts from people that are, are heavily involved in what seems to be a celebrity they're the elite occult group, whatever you want to call it. Illuminati, Bohemian Grove, all these different names. There's a bunch of different names and a lot of different people involved in certain things. So just for instance, uh, Beyonce, okay? Just look at the music industry just for a minute, guys. And again, this is to, not, today's just kind of introduction. I'm waiting on my, some other material to come in so we can really dive into what they believe. But let's just look at this from a standpoint we're talking about the occult in America as being idolatry, 
And, and let me, let me, the reason this is important, 2 John chapter, well, chapter 1, there's only one chapter, so 2 John verse 9 says, Whosoever transgresses and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath the, both the Father and the Son. So the verse 9 of 2 John is important because the apostles wanted us to stay with Christ. They wanted us to stay with Jesus only, okay? You know, or New Testament uh, theology. And that which strays from biblical New Testament that is obviously centered in biblical Christianity is it, it, not of God. So we can get it. And there's all these different things. So if you look at, say, let's say in our modern day pop culture, if you will, pop culture, popular culture, Beyonce, these singers and stuff. People say, that's theory, that's, they're just messing with you the whole, you know, when they do that and they're, all the stuff they're doing. And that's just, they're, they're just playing on stuff. And they might be. But Beyonce was interviewed, uh, she was interviewed, and I can't remember if it was USA Today or one of the big magazines. Somebody interviewed her, and I can't remember the name, it was Time or somebody. And she point blank said, she came right out and said, she said, when I do a concert, I always channel the demon Sasha Fierce. She knows its name. She said, I, I, there's, there's a, there's a, uh, she has a person that is basically her personal spiritual guide or whatever, and they, she channels the demon named Sasha Fierce. She knows its name. She said, this, I, I, she said, when I sing and perform for an audience, I always do it under the power and influence of Sasha Fierce. So obviously, guys, there is a huge, that, that's not just, well, maybe that's just, and they're just playing this. Guys, there's something big to this, okay? It's more than that. The entertainment industry, I believe absolutely 100%. You could look at uh, Beyonce. You could look at, uh, 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 what's, what's his name? Who did you say? Oh, man, there's so many. I'm thinking of uh, uh, the old. Uh, they're all. I mean, it's just a bunch of them. Uh, no, y'all like naming. No, you're going to incriminate yourself, guys. Don't do that. But, but no. Now, uh, what's this? He's a rapper. He's old. Jay Jay Z. Jay Z. So yeah, Beyonce's husband, right? So when he starts his concerts. He even said this. He said he starts his concerts because music is. There's only one purpose. Let's just look at music for a minute. When we're talking about all this stuff, music only has one purpose. It's always only had one purpose. All music is for worship only. All music. It's the only thing on earth that's still on earth that came from heaven. Music. Okay? So all music is, is for one reason. It is to prepare the heart for worship. Worship of who and what needs to be determined by who's doing the worshiping. Okay? So Jay-Z starts his concert every time, almost every time he says he starts it out. He spells out Jehovah. Okay, give me a J, give me an A. And he gets his he gets his crowd and they they chant out Jehovah. J, uh. they, I don't even think people realize what they're doing. Okay? Why would he do that? Again, it gets back to this idea of of again, we're gonna get into the Masonic God, but they mix Jehovah, Baal, the ancient god Baal. Okay, Baal, that's all the way it goes from Old Testament, New Testament, Baal, okay, which is the occult. Jehovah, Baal, and the mystery god Osiris, or the god of Babylon, Jobulin. Okay, they they worship Jobulin. Okay, we'll get into that more. Suffice to say, the occult is rooted in this stuff. 
the entertainment industry, singing, music. I, did you have your hand up? Go ahead and ask because it, I could I could go on about this forever, and I, I don't want to get lost gonna, in it. I was going to say uh, one thing about Beyonce. It was a, it was a while back, but um, she got a, she had a quarter, and she said that if it lands on heads, um, I'm going to give myself to the devil. If it lands on tails, then I'll give myself to God. If it lands on heads, and so she like yeah. Went so. Did that, act, guys? Here's the thing. It's a conspiracy that actually happened. We don't really know, but the point is, the point is, she's obviously not serving Christ. I mean, obviously, okay. So, I, I know this. All this sounds a little weird, and it's, man, this is a little much, guys. The occult is no joke. It's 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 it is modern day idolatry. It's everywhere. Okay, people say, well, it's not. I'm telling you guys, it's everywhere. Okay, whether it's the Freemasonry side, the good old boy, the social network, the political kind of the elitist side of the the upper end. Let me let me be clear about this, guys. When you start talking about the Freemasons, get back to that real quick because we could rabbit hole on this. But if you talk about Freemasons, modern day, not just the history of it, but modern day Freemasonry, the guys that are in what's called the first first four degrees. First four degrees are called the Blue Lodge. Okay, the Blue Lodge guys probably have. They, I don't think. I believe they don't have a clue that that. I mean, it's a it's a it's a good old boy. It's like uh, the Elk Lodge, and that's even probably got its roots in somewhere in masonry. You know, the old the Moose Lodge, the Elk Lodge, the old lodges. Y'all don't even probably know what that is, but uh, you know, the Rotary clubs of of the of the different cities and different things. This stuff has rooted itself in our political system. Is my point. Freemasonry was the avenue. How did it get there? It got there because of, uh, it, again, after the Civil War, Albert Pike. We'll get into that in just a minute, okay? So suffice to say, you look at this thing, and, and, and it's all around us. It, it, there is an influence, whether whatever you want to call it. There is an influence. Obviously, uh, there's too many things that are, 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 if there's not some kind of a darker, if you would say, influence or some kind of occultic influence over situations, governments, people in government, big industries, celebrities. This is big. It go, if, if that's not the case, then there's a lot of just coincidences. I don't think so. Okay, there's a lot of coincidences that happen. You know, uh, all these entertainers, just look at the entertainment industry. They all end up gravitating toward this dark stuff, whatever you want to call it. People call it Illuminati. Some people call it the Bohemian Grove. It's all connected, okay? You know, on the the old the older version of it, the Freemasonry. These this is the occult, okay? Basically, what we're talking about is the occult or Satan worship, in just various forms or different different names on it. But that is really the worship of Satan. And we'll get into that a little bit deeper. But but I want to make it clear. I don't believe that everybody that's involved in this stuff, guys. The Blue Lodge guys that are, if you look at Freemasonry, the guys that are in the Blue Lodge, they're just good old boys, never meaning no harm, you know, it's Bo and Luke do. You know, they're just, you know, come on, you know, they're just hanging out, doing their thing. You know, they're just trying to get a little network, trying to help their business, you know, trying to, you know, get, you know, get some inside scoop on whatever's going on. It, 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 they don't have any idea that when you get into the upper echelons that this thing turns to very dark, okay? And the reason I want to Bring this to your attention, whether people say it's conspiracy theory or it's actually real or there's a thousand rabbit holes you could take all this stuff down. The point is, there's obviously something dark in this particular Freemasonry, Illuminati, 
this occult that is attractive to the Adamic nature of man that is unrepented toward Christ. Why? It's because it's darkness. Men are attracted to darkness. I'm talking about unregenerated men. You understand that? So, again, uh, I told you about the whole, the beginning of it. A lot of people say it is conspiracy. Freemasons are a cult or the Illuminati. I don't believe it's, I don't believe it's Jewish bankers that are controlling the world. No, some people that take it that far. I don't believe that. Do I believe there's a money connection? There's absolutely a money connection. Okay, okay. There's absolutely a money connection. Um, do I believe it's that? Not necessarily, but. 14 of the first 43, 14 of the first 43 presidents of the United States are known Freemasons. The first 14 of the first 43. Okay. Trump was 45. He was, he was president number 45. So we know for sure the first 14 were Freemasons. There's way more than that, I believe. More than that. Again, the Masonic Lodge became very popular in America right after the Civil War. It, became, it was popular before then, but it became very popular after the Civil War. Okay, and it was made popular by a man named Albert Pike. Okay, okay Albert Pike. He, let me just read you some stuff I found out about Albert Pike. Obviously, man, if you're from Arkansas, you know people from Arkansas, Albert Pike was from Arkansas. Uh, he's a, you know, a well-known figure. He was a Confederate general in the Confederate Army. Uh, not as well-known as some of the others. Uh, the Freemasonry in the Masonic Lodge was huge in the South, okay? Especially during the Civil War era, okay? Okay, uh, Albert Pike was... Um, Albert Pike, he wrote a book. Let me find the book. I had it written down here. Anyways, I'll come across it in a minute. Needless to say, Albert Pike was fascinated with the idea of one world, the one world order, a new world government. Okay, one world government. He he began to take things this way. Okay, uh, Albert Pike, he's one of the architects of what's called the New World Order. In the 19th century, I'm just going to read some of this stuff to you so we kind of get on track here. Albert Pike established a framework of bringing about a New World Order. Based on a vision revealed to him, Albert Pike wrote the blueprint of his events that would play themselves out in the 20th century with even more of these events yet to come. It is, his, it is this blueprint which is believed that many of... Elite world rulers uh, through Masonic Lodge, through this order, this occult, are following this blueprint because they believe this is the way to go because the way to go is a one world order. Hey, if, you, if it's a one world order and you're at the top, is you, 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 hey, right? You know, you're the dude at the top. So that's what their plans are. Ira Pike was born 1809 in Boston and was the oldest of six children. Uh, he studied at Harvard. Became a brigadier general in the Confederate Army. After the Civil War, Pike was found guilty of treason, jailed only to be pardoned by a fellow Freemason, President Andrew Johnson. Imagine that, 1866. He met uh, with him on the day, and Albert Pike is, a, is accredited to be the Mason, the Freemason that revived what's called the Scottish Rite Masonry 
in America. The Scottish Rite is the 17th degree of the Masonic Lodge. Okay? Scottish Rite is the 17th degree, I believe, starts there in the Masonic Lodge. He was a 32nd degree Mason, Master Mason, went on to be 33rd degree, and from there you get into the, the, the all kinds of stuff. Uh, needless to say, uh, at a 33rd degree Mason, he was one of the founding fathers and headed uh, and head of the ancient accepted Scottish Rite Freemasonry, being the grand commander of the North American Freemasonry in 1859. So this is important because this guy, okay, 1891, okay, he 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 did all that in 1869. This is important because a few years after the Civil War. The guy that really gave Freemasonry a charge in America, and this is how it got in our politics. Men like Albert Pike is how, what really ramped this up into American, what would be considered modern politics. He created the Ku Klux Klan. Okay. What? Okay, so Albert Pike created the Ku Klux Klan. The, the Masonic Lodge is known to be a racist organization, a racist whatever. It's very anti-Semitic, very anti Anything but, but um, you know, white males, basically. I mean, there are some, okay? There's different divisions of the Masonic. The, the, the order of uh, the Eastern Star is the, is the woman's version, okay? It's the woman's version. I'm drawing a deal here. It doesn't matter. Anyways, you, you, well, you could just look it up. You can, you can look at images of, of, of the Order of the Eastern Star. That is the women's version. So the Freemasons are all male only, and the Order of the Eastern Star is for women. Same organization. It's the, it's the, it's the wives. And the reason he's doing that is because it is literally a pentagram. That, that's their symbol. I want me to pass it around. Do you see the star? Okay. Okay, hey guys, a pentagram, the reason it is a satanic symbol, has always been a satanic symbol and will always be a satanic symbol. The symbol for Lucifer is a, is a goat head. And a five-point star is the two horns, the two ears, and the goat's beard. It fits right in there. That's why, that's why a pentagram is an upside-down five-point star. So that is the symbol of the women's era of the... Order of Eastern Star. Okay, it's a pentagram, guys. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, that's always been a satanic symbol. Everybody knows that, but of course, they would say, no, 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 it's not this. That's it. So, in order to be, the women have to be, their husbands have to be a master mason and all that kind of stuff to get in there. But that there's also a children's organization for for boys and girls to get in the Masonic Lodge. This, this, this. I'm telling you guys, when you start, when we get into what they actually believe and what they actually teach and some of the stuff, it's going to blow your mind. I'm just laying groundwork today to let you know this is not a conspiracy, guys. This is in all kinds. Albert Pike got pardoned by another Freemason that was a, that was a president. Okay? You understand that? Go ahead, Brother Josh. He replaced Lincoln after he was assassinated. Mm -hmm. That's right. That was, the, that, was, that was the guy that replaced Lincoln after the assassination. So you understand there are tentacles. Listen, because this has implications. Look, look at this, guys. The president, Andrew Jackson, the guy on the $20 bill, okay? He's the one that gave us the, the what is it, the, the Indian Relocation Act of 18-whatever. Why is that 1830-something? The Indian Removal Act, that's what it is. Why is that important? That's what, I mean, you understand, guys, this, these are the people that 
they propagated the Trail of Tears and they moved all the Indians they had treaties with from the East Coast and the South Gulf Coast of America and put them all in Oklahoma. You understand that? And then broke their treaty with them in Oklahoma. You understand? These guys have, you, you, y'all get what I'm saying? This is something that has been around in America for a long time. This is not just something we come up with in Beyonce's like Chandler and Sasha Fierce and it's, it's the Illuminati. Whoa, Freemason. It's, it's some kind of social media post. This is, we're not talking about social media posts. This thing has been around for a long, long time. Okay? They believe it is their duty to reinstate ancient Babylonian worship. Uh, hence the, one of the heads of the three-headed god, uh, Baal, or uh, the mystery god of Silas of uh, Babylon. Okay? So there's a lot to this. So Albert Pike, just jump back on Albert. Oh, oh, Uncle Albert here. Okay, he reinstated the Scottish right. This stuff is getting into the American politics this time. Started the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, incidentally, Freemason itself is a uh, it's a subject we can spend a lot of time on. Uh, Pike was said to be a Satanist, an avowed Satanist. He admitted this. Who indulged in the occult and apparently possessed a bracelet which he used to summon Lucifer. This guy was, I mean, whether he did or not, but he went around talking about it. He had a bracelet that he would summon the devil with, okay? I mean, it doesn't sound like whether he did or didn't. Somebody said, well, he's just playing. Okay, why would you play like that? I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, oh, he's just joking. Well, that's dumb. Why would you joke about, I've got a bracelet I wear, I've talked to the devil with. I mean, I mean, Okay, so somebody said he made that up. That's all conspiracy. That's all uh, speculation. Well, maybe it is, but friend, I'm telling you, the idea of the occult appeals to world leaders because they use it to control people. Communism came out of the occult. The idea of communism came from this. So you understand, this is a big deal. He was the grandmaster of the Luciferian group known as the Order of the Parabellum, if I'm pronouncing that right, uh, which also has its... uh, Foundings in Paris, France. Again, the Jacobins, the people that came over in the colonial times, okay, right after uh, America was a colony and got into politics, uh, began to try to instill fascism, communism, these ideas in American politics, and our politicians ran with it. Andrew Jackson, again, the guy, look what he did to the Native Americans. I mean, I'm not saying, look, I mean, I understand Native Americans, there was tragedy, but come on, guys. You start talking about these kind of things. There's a lot of these type of situations. They just happen to pop up around a guy that's a mason in office. You know what I mean? Okay. Albert Pike wrote a book. And I'll just get to this. Through all this time, he wrote a book uh, basically talking about the God of Enlightenment that he knew. And this is a guy that claims to have a bracelet that he summons Lucifer with and everything. He said this. I'm quoting. There will be three world wars, and at the end of the third, we will own it all. End quote. Okay? Okay, just so happens the First World War was started by, supposedly, by the assassination of Prince Ferdinand from uh, the Archbishop, whatever his name was, I can't remember. That. Anyways, he was the Archbishop of the Duke of Canterbury of Ferdinand, whatever. Okay? He, he, was, he was in uh, European royalty. He was assassinated. Somebody paid that assassin. Okay? Okay. You understand that? That started, that situation was the tinderbox that started World War I. Right? I understand that. Okay. J.P. Morgan. Y'all know the, 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 big, the big name, J.P. Morgan. It's like an investment firm now. The, the company's named after J.P. Morgan. Y'all have heard that name. J.P. Morgan was a banker around the turn of the 20th century. 
He gave $25 million to the Bolsheviks to overthrow the Russian czars. Okay, that's why Russia turned from the czars to communism. Okay, J.P. Morgan, another banker, we don't know who, gave money, large money, over $25 million is reportedly to the Bolsheviks to start the Bolshevik Revolution. So kill off the Russian czar and it changed the government. All this is geopolitical stuff that changes the landscape of the world. You understand these people want a new world order. They want a, they want a new world order where they're the head of it. So they're going to push things in that direction. You can see that now. The Second World War started almost the identical same way. Adolf Hitler was in deep with the same group of people. World War II. He said he wasn't going to invade Poland. Then he invaded Poland. He, he started off. He's just going to reclaim some territory that was old Germany. Sounds like Putin reclaiming territory that was old Russia. It's the same thing, guys. It's literally history repeating itself. What are they, what's happening right now? Is it possible that this is these same forces, if you will, or a group of people sculpting and molding events to try to, to get a certain known outcome? Very well could be. Uh, the, the head of the family, that's the Rothschilds, is a well-known family that is deep into the Illuminati, the occult, these kind of things. They own defense department um, companies that make arms for armies all over the world. He was asked at the Second World War, he was asked, what do you think about World War? Are you for or against it? He said, he said I don't care who fights who, as long as I get to make money off both sides. You understand, these are the kind of people that we're talking about. This is not, and when you start talking about this being in Freemasonry, the Blue Lodge guys don't even know. You understand what I'm saying? I want to emphasize that. This is not something that's at the founding levels of this kind of occultic behavior. But as they advance in Freemasonry and they go deep into Freemasonry and they get out of that and they go in, they become judges, they become lawyers, they become all kinds of things. Guys, I'm telling you right now, it is in all of our politics, state, local, and federal level. It's, 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 it's in all of it. I'm not saying everybody in politics is. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying there is this kind of influence. So people that are being influenced by the belief that their predecessor could summon Lucifer and that they're the people that need to be bringing in the new world order so the people that are propagate, if they believe that, don't you think if, if somebody really believes something, do they, if, would you say you believe something if you never acted on it? No, you don't believe it. If you never act on something, you say you believe, but you never act on it, you don't believe it. So these people, if they really believe this, are they going to begin to sculpt world events to be able to have certain outcomes? Absolutely. Absolutely. These kind of things are tied to big money. These kind of things are tied to all kinds of situations. Understand, guys, there's all kinds of things going on behind the scenes. Just letting you know that the occult and these kind of things, these kind of secret societies, Christians cannot be a part of this. You're children of the light. You're not, you're not to be involved in secret societies. I mean, it should be obvious. I mean, if you're a girl and you're going to be a part of the Order of the Eastern Star and it's a pentagram, you should be like, ah, I don't know what I'm going to do. That. Right? It should be obvious. You can look up, uh, I mean, Josh could look up images of Freemasonry. It's going to be a compass and like a, a carpenter square, and there's a G in the middle of it. The G, I think, is, uh, 
uh, I'll look it up, but it's like the, you know, the grand architect of the universe. They don't, they don't, once you get high enough up in Freemason, they don't call him God. They don't call him Jesus. Like you and I would say God. You know, it, it's, it's something else. They, they, the grand architect of the, of the universe. So you understand there's some deep, dark stuff going on in this. Did you find any of those, brother? Yes, there are lots of like the, the one you're talking about, the G. Yeah, there's tons of them. Here's one. It's got the Islamic crescent yeah. moon okay. star. So, and the reason I wanted, the reason I wanted to get into this, okay, after Islam, was this right here. Y'all know what that symbol there is in the middle? This is the Masonic. This is Freemasons. All these are Freemasons. The the carpenter square and the compass have to do with their founding and construction and the masonry trade. That's just like trade symbols. It goes beyond that. Okay, but this is that is the crescent moon. That is the god of Islam. That is the symbol for the Shriners, part of the Masonic lodge. Islam and Islam and Freemasonry are tied together. Grand, that's like grand architect or something like that. It's not that you would think, oh, God. They're like, oh, yeah, God. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's God. That's the one we're talking about. Yeah, it stands for God, Jehovah. No, it doesn't. It's like, you know, grand architect of the universe, you know, shake my bracelet or whatever. Okay? So there is... There's obviously, uh, there's obviously roots to this in American politics. Let me read this to you. Pike was, uh, stuff here. Okay, Pike's long successor after Albert Pike, he changed, uh, he changed the name of the New World Order to the Reformed Paradigm Rite, which is the order that contains two degrees. Okay, you don't need to know that. Pike's right-hand man was uh, a man by the name of Walder, was from Switzerland, another guy from Europe, okay? You, you understand, another guy from Europe. All this stuff ends up tying together. You could trace all these people. I, I don't want to get bogged down in all this, but you could tra- take these names and trace all these people to different high figures and governments in multiple different uh, countries, multiple different societies down through the years. Okay, this stuff is there. You understand? Look up, look up George Bush's. You probably saw on YouTube. George Bush Senior's uh, is his State of the Union address where he talks about we're going to instate, and he literally uses the phrase "New World Order." He literally used the phrase "We're going to instate a New World Order." Okay, so there is a desire by people. And these are these are very religious people. These are very uh, dedicated people. This is a lost group of individuals. Okay, all right. You understand that today, brother Matthew? Go ahead. Uh, do you think that Bill Clinton was a uh, Mason? I believe he absolutely was. Because I know that uh, Albert Pike is actually like right where like there's actually a town where we used to live. It's called Albert Pike. So like when you said when you said Albert Pike, yep. really, I thought of that. But Bill Clinton was also born. Right there around where I is. So I the Encyclopedia Britannica says only 14 presidents that they know of, but uh, and, if, and if he's one of them, and that, but he admits being a part of it. So I mean, there he's obviously George George Bush Senior and Junior, both Masons. 
Oh, they're everywhere. I'm telling you, dude. It's not this. Had, guys, you gotta understand. This has nothing to do with Democrat or Republican. It has nothing to do with political parties. There's an agenda. The agenda behind all this is a one-world government. Okay, understand that. It's not Democrat Republican. It is one-world government. The agenda behind this is one-world government and the propagation of the worship of Lucifer. You understand that? It is the propagation of the worship of Jobulin. Right. So, I want you to understand that this is not just something that. That, uh, you know, is this no joke? This is not uh, something you can just look light at. Uh, people have talked about, you know, these, these, these things and, and speculated it openly in public and have been, have been you know, killed, you know. Uh, the actually, to be in the Masonic Lodge... One of the oaths they take that they will never reveal the secrets of the lodge is that they will that they 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 swear an oath on their life. In other words, they swear against their own life that they will not reveal the secrets of the lodge or they'll be killed themselves. <laughs> I mean, if you're a born again Christian, why would you want to be a part of something like that? Swear an oath on your own life. I, I'll I'll find the quote about um, uh, about it uh, later. Anyways, but I'm just letting you know. Born again Christians cannot be a part of these kind of societies that are that are in the darkness. This just thinking about this is is darkness. You understand that? I mean, just thinking about this, it's like, man, what in the world? So, so the connection between Albert Pike, the Freemasons, the Illuminati, Adam Wispet, if I'm pronouncing uh, Wispet, W-E-I-S-H-A-U-P-T. Okay, uh, they form the the Order of the Illuminati which means the enlightened ones. This became the Illuminati, merged with Freemasonry under the, under the dates of Albert Pike. Although the order was founded and provided an opportunity for the free exchange of ideas, this man's uh, background was, was Jesuit. That is European, it's, a cult, it's an occult group from ancient Europe. Seems to have influence in the actual character of the society such that it expresses the aim that this order became to abolish Christianity and overturn all civil government. So their idea is to get rid of the worship of Christ. You understand, the guys at the first four levels of Freemasonry in the Blue Lodge, okay, they're told, hey, we're worshiping Jesus here. Well, that's what everybody's told. And they get, well, it's just Jesus. We're just worshiping the Lord. Praise God. And they're all, that's what they all tell you. Okay? 17th degree, the Scottish Rite in Freemasonry. Jesus' name, you come into the... And I'll just tell you this. This is one of their weird... This is one of their weird rites and rituals to move beyond the Scottish Rite, the 17th degree, for example. This is strange. In the, in the Grand Lodge of said city or region uh, where you're going to go get your 17th degree or Scottish Rite, or, you know, you're going to go, and in the, back of the, in the back of the lodge, the name of Jesus is on the floor. You see the Jesus, Jesus Christ, or one of his variant... Variants of one of his names is on the floor in tile. The grand, the, the, the grand master of the lodge will ask you to spit on that name. If you spit on that name, well done. Come up a little higher. You've been enlightened. Move up a little higher. If you, if you say, I, I can't do that. Well done. You did good. You don't move up. Well done. You did good. So the whole thing is like, you understand that? If you do, oh, you did good. Move up, move up a little higher. If you don't, you did good. That's... And you're, you're left in, but you don't get to move up. You understand? Uh, one of their other strange witch rituals, guys, just to let you know that how this stuff goes. 
the, the first four levels of the, the Blue Lodge to get in the base level. The, the, the bottom totem pole guys. I mean, Bo and Luke Duke guys. I mean, we're talking hee-haw singing, you know, guys, just picking grinning. He's just good old boys, okay? Just to get in the society, just to get in the network, just to be a part of the, the club, right? Okay, the Blue Lodge. The Blue Lodge guys, in order to do that, you have to go to your local lodge, ask for acceptance. There's a ritual and a ceremony. In that ritual and ceremony, there's a door in the back of the lodge. You knock on the door, the back door of that lodge. There's a room. The Grand Master of the Lodge is in the room, and you make this confession. I am in darkness, and I want to come into the light of the lodge. That's, that's one of the initiation rituals to get into the low levels of Freemasonry. The Blue Lodge. I am in darkness and I want to come into the light of the lodge. Okay? Ed Decker, the guy that, that wrote this book that we're going to get into, uh, was a 33rd degree Freemason. Got born again and saved and came out. He was also a high level Mormon. He got saved and born again and came out of that. And this dude's got death threats on his life and all kind of stuff. He wrote this book exposing this darkness. Okay? So, and there's other people, not just him. There's a lot of other people. So I'm just letting you know. I'm not coming up with this and making this up. This is from somebody who was actually there. So knock on the door. Hello, Grandmaster. I'm in darkness and I want to come into the light of the lodge. So if you're a born-again Christian and you're trying to join said society and you're told, hey, repeat this line, you're in darkness. Now, I'm not in darkness if I'm Christian. Why would you, anybody, want to be a part of that? Unless you're already, I'm in. So the profession, we're going to be judged by the words of our own mouth, you know, by the word of God. So the profession itself. I'm in darkness. Oh, well, Why not come to the light, Christ? But I want to come into the light of the lodge. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to God but by me. Do you understand the problem that these kind of secret societies have and the kind of problem that they pose upon men's souls? This is a huge problem, okay? You understand that? And there's between two and six million people, they say, roughly, that are Freemasons, okay? That doesn't sound like much. Eh, you know, it's not that bad. You know, just a few million guys, okay? But when they occupy very powerful positions in lots of different governments in the world, they occupy very powerful positions of wealth and money, the Rothschilds, different things. They're connected with people like this in the Illuminati, the entertainment industry. They're connected with... Bankers and money, all kinds of people. J.P. Morgan, they're connected. These people are connected. You start putting the dots together, this is dark. You understand that, okay? This is dark. So one reason why, you know, when you look at this, Jesus said, I mean, uh, Paul, the apostle, not Jesus, Paul, the apostle said, the love of money is the root of all evil. The love of money. And you can see what's driving a lot of this. It's, it's greed, it's money, okay? So... There's a lot of rituals and things we, we, we're going to get into. Again, Albert Pike, founder of the Ku Klux Klan. Albert Pike brought Freemasonry to the forefront of American politics, predicted three world wars. Two of them have already happened. You say, ah, oh, it's a fluke. Well, we've already had two. Looks like we've got a third one brewing. It looks like it's starting the exact same way the other two did. In the exact same area the other two did. I mean, almost exactly. Almost the exact same way. For almost the exact same reasons. <laughs> it's just a happenstance. That's just conspiracy. Oh, okay, whatever. I'm just letting you know 
Guys, Satan's at work. He's darkness. And there are people, just because somebody is in, I understand there are people that are actually involved in the church of Satan, and the church of Satan is an actual occultic group. I mean, they're out in the open. I get that. There are, there's the uh, Order of Witches and these kind of things. This headquartered out of New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, the Church of Satan, all that stuff. This all connected. That, that darkness, that, um, that's all connected. Why am I telling you all this? This is because we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. We are wrestling against the powers that are the, that are the driving forces behind their spirit that are driving forces behind this kind of stuff. And you need to realize what you're up against. Paul said, I wrestled with the beast of Ephesus. There was a, obviously a spiritual, and I'm not telling you guys this, so you'll booger bear hunt and hunt devils behind every bush. And I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you this to be aware that there's something, it's not just good old boys and non-church people and riding around with their little deal on the back of his old good old pickup truck, glory to God, go to the old lodge, hallelujah. It ain't that. No. Oh, man, Ma, she's just going to the place with the upside-down pentagram. That's where the old ladies hang out. There's more to it than that, friend, I promise you. Okay? I'm just letting you know, guys, there's, there's more to a lot of this. And people can say it's conspiracy. They can call it all kinds of junk. It doesn't matter what they call it. I'm telling you, it's darkness. Okay? Y'all understand that it is absolute darkness. So... When y'all come back off of spring break, we come back from camp meeting, we're going to try to get into some of the, the rituals, the different things that they believe, why they believe what they believe. And uh, again, it is Luciferian worship, and, and it is to glorify basically the idea of a one-world government It's going to end in the culmination of, and I believe Christ is going to destroy it. This is one of those things I believe at the second coming of Christ, he's going to destroy. You understand that? I believe Jesus will conquer this kind of darkness in the end. But John, you had your hand up. So most of these people in this uh, cult, you, would you say like they are demon-possessed or they're just so full of the flesh that they're willing to go to the I think door number two. I, I think most of them, are, it, it appeals to the flesh, this darkness, whether it's the low-level people and just like the low levels of Freemasonry or the people that are in the entertainment industry that are doing things, uh, you know, whether it's, I can't remember the, the guy, the rock and roll singer that wrote a song about the crossroads and went and gave a soul to the devil, that kind of stuff. And uh, that's kind of a metaphor, but basically he, he did that. It's, he's, what he's talking about, he's talking about dabbling in the old cult. Whether it's that or this, I think a lot of this just appeals to their flesh. Are there people that are demon possessed? Absolutely. I don't think you can fool with this kind of stuff and that darkness not get a hold of your soul. But I'm not saying, I wouldn't say everybody in there is demon possessed because I, I think a lot of them still possess will. Uh, uh, good point of this is Ed Decker heard the gospel God convicted him he got saved born again and came out of this so I don't think if you're if you're obviously you're demon possessed you're going to be delivered somebody's got to you're going to be delivered out of that first then you can come out but I mean you're held captive by it in a word so I think a lot of it is that go ahead brother uh, I was just going to add you were saying about like it the secretiveness of it like absolutely people. Uh, I know that when Rome uh, was like so you know the major player um the cult of Mithras from Iran had, was like one of the first like secretive cults where like, absolutely it, right? and it was extremely popular and so after Christianity became the, the main religion uh, they have, are still finding secret like locations where they would go absolutely. after the fall and still participate in that and so the cult of Mithras these kind of things this kind of darkness has its roots in even those places mm -hmm. a lot of those 
You understand, it's propagated from one generation to another, and these people, it may, it may rename itself, but it pops back up. It's almost the same system. Why is that? There's, just like in the Bible, there's three things that you see in the beginning in the Old Testament, and they go all the way through Revelation. You see Jesus reproves it, the churches that he reproved, five of the churches rebuked, he reproved, reproved them for Baal, he reproved them for the spirit of Baal, you know, he reproved them for Jezebel, which is falsehood and, and mixture, and also Babylon. You see Babylon at the very front of, in Genesis, and you see Babylon at the back of the book. What is it? It's a system. It is a system of belief. It propagates. Why? Because what we was talking about, it appeals to the flesh. Whatever name it is, whether it's Freemasonry, Illuminati, or whatever, you want to call it. And it may be a, an amalgam of different things we don't even know about. Not trying to uncover all of it. My point is this, is that there is a desire in these type of religions, these type of cults, for a one world government. And the Bible says the Antichrist will come in on the heels of a one world government. You understand? So this kind of thing is rooted in man's nature. So if you're born again Christian, you've been set free from these things. You're not to participate in them. You're to stand against them. Okay? Somebody else have a question? Did Caleb, did you have a question or did y'all, were y'all kind of? Well, sort of a little bit. Um, so I have this video, but I want to send it to you. Uh, whatever Absolutely. Obviously, there are there's a lot of information out there, speculative. There's a lot of information out there that is we don't know because these these are secret in nature. You don't know everything. Some people say, well, that sounds a little far-fetched. You may laugh. But, but some of these guys, I tell you, uh, uh, there's powers that be, guys, and, and you can call it conspiracy or whatever you want. Uh, Linda Baines Johnson, the, the president of the United States, uh, the vice president, I believe, during the Kennedy administration was heard the, the night before, hours before Kennedy was assassinated. He said, he said we're going to take this guy, he used an explicative, we're going to take this guy down and move him out of the way. A few hours later, Kennedy was assassinated. Okay, It was released by government documents under the Trump administration. Donald Trump released the documents. The Kennedy assassination was perpetrated by the CIA. People in high levels. You say, what does that have to do with anything? It's those type of people that are running governments. I'm telling you, it's those type of people that are running governments today. I'm not telling you this to make you afraid or fear. No. We conquer the darkness, friend. We're... We're more than conquerors. You understand that? I'm just letting you know you can't fight an enemy if you don't know what it is. Okay? And it's, this world is not a misunderstood friend. There is a darkness in this world that is, is active darkness. You understand? It's not just, hey, party down with your friends, go drink a fifth or whatever you're doing, and it's just good old boy, let's have a good time, and you live in sin. That's part of it. That's not just the darkness. There is actually a darkness to occultic religion that is out there that that is controlled by principalities and powers that you and I and the Christ that we serve stands against. And you understand that today. So that's where it is. Anybody else have a comment or question or something? It's kind right. of about but you did mention it, about music. Absolutely. How it only relates to worship. Um, what do you think about, like, not necessarily songs about the Lord, but, like, when someone, like, a love song music? Yeah. I tell you, let me tell you what I tell my kids. I'm not for love songs. Uh, and some of y'all are like, I'm not for love songs, said whoever sings them. Number, number one, 
they don't really glorify Christ. They're not something you're, you're not going to sit there. <laughs> Thank you. Jesus. You're not going to worship to the love song, okay? It's not. Okay, I'm going to use this as an example. My wife backslid away from God when she was 18 years old, and she got out of church, and the root where it all started was love songs. Where it all started was she was listening to a love song here, a love song there. And it, this is what I tell my kids. If it's not Christ, it will create an appetite in you for it. You know, y'all haven't had kids. Y'all were the kids. Y'all are the kids. So let me tell you how you got your parents got you to eat broccoli and Brussels sprouts, spinach. Okay, first of all, you got spankings because you didn't eat it. I promise you did. That was worse than Okay. And I tell you how you... You may not like it, but you'll eat some of that. You know how you got introduced? You know how you get an appetite for things you don't like? You just get a little bit of it. You just get a little bit of it. And that's what music does. You just get the love song. These things that introduce. Next thing you know, they're listening. It's just, it's just oldies music. That's all we're doing. Just listening to good old Elvis Presley. That's all we're doing. And the next thing you know, they're dabbling deeper into it. Next thing you know, their heart. What happened? This is the problem when appetites develop. When appetites develop in you or whoever... It wants to be fed. Okay? If it wants to be fed, it means it's growing. You understand that? If it's, if it's dead, if it's dead in you, it doesn't, it's not growing. But if, it, if there's an appetite there, that means something in there and your soul is, is craving that. You understand where I'm going with this? I tell my kids, stay away from it. Don't do that. Have they? I don't know. I hope they have, but I hope you do. With that said, are there innocent things you can get involved in that you may not innocently know? I think there's absolute things, whether it's a something on some cartoon show or something you watch or whatever, and it's it's not a Jesus song, but it's not like you know, whatever, you know, it's yeah, it's not like Marilyn Manson or something, you know, whatever, you know, it, it, you're ob- it's obviously it's just you know, it's not that big a deal, it's just you know, whatever. You know, you let it go, let it go. It's all that, you know. But what happens is it starts creating. Guys, be careful of the things that create a little bit. Remember, guys, the devil's not trying to move you from here to here. He's just trying to move you from here to right there. That's all he's trying to do. That's all he's trying to do. Do you cut a piece of plywood or a piece of a, 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 a sheet of anything long and you start and you get a quarter inch off at the beginning and you, you'll, be, you'll be three inches off down here? If he can move you from here to here, that's all he's wanting to do, guys. He's not trying to move you from here. He knows better than that. You're smarter than that. He's not going to show up. He shows up as an angel light. I read that to you. He transforms himself as an angel. That's why all this stuff, it sounds culty. You think, how do people get this far off into that stuff? How do they get off into Lucifer worship thinking they got a bracelet they can talk to the devil with? What in the world was wrong with these people? How did they get like that? It's because they just get moved a little at a time, a little at a time, a little at a time. Next thing you know, they're so far off. Their heart grows cold or whatever happens or they become enlightened to a certain thing or they start talking. I mean, there's all kind of things out there, guys, that people get in. Spiritism, mysticism, Wiccan, uh, mysticism, all, the occult, you name it. It takes on a lot of different shapes. Form. Satan has got a flavor. I'm telling you, the devil's got a Baskin Robbins of religion for it. I mean, there's a flavor for everybody. Whatever appeals to you, he's probably got it for you out there. You understand that? That's why we got to stay centered on Christ. You need... Listen to me, guys. You and I have got to have the spirit of truth, the Holy Ghost, to con- Why does he have to constantly, one of his works, he's constantly convicting us. Why? Because he's trying to keep us on track. He's, he's, he's constantly reproving the world of sin. Why? Because he's constantly trying to reveal Christ in a world that's perverse and dark. 
You understand that. I'm not suggesting the people that are involved in these things at the low levels or even at some of the other levels, they, they may not even realize what it is. I'm not telling that I, I don't believe they're all demon-possessed. That's not what I'm saying either. Are there people in the higher levels? Well, they're given over to it. Absolutely. Can they come out of it? If they'll repent and turn to God, I believe you can. So you understand, my point of all this is, this is a reality that's there. Guys, the sex trafficking, the, the slavery in America, and the North American continent, all over the world, is absolutely tied to the occult. It's absolutely tied to uh, these kind of dark practices. It is absolutely tied. Whether you want to call, whatever you want to call the occult, we'll just call this Freemasonry slash Illuminati slash occult, whatever you want to call it. It's absolutely tied, tied to it. You understand that? It's not just kids, Amber Alert, and kids, some kid disappeared or something. There, there is a market for people that are stolen. Why? It's because it's part of Babylon. Look in the back of your Bible in, in Revelation 19 when Babylon falls. Revelation 18. When the world mourns, the, 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 the fall of Babylon falls in one hour. Notice how the things that Babylon traded in, how they start out in, in, in value and how they increase in value. What is the last thing? What is the last thing Babylon trades in or the system of Babylon trades in? Read it, Josh. He, he's founding it. Uh, yeah, so for all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath and the fornication of the kings of the earth, have committed fornication within the merchants of the earth, are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. And I heard another voice from heaven. Look at it. The spices in the... Yeah, find that part. The gold and the silver, and it goes through all the list. What's the last thing on the list of this system? Okay, you're right. Oh. gold and silver and precious stones and pearls and fine linen and purple and silk and scarlet. And it's going up in value. All manner of vessels of ivory and all manners of going up in value. Wood and brass and iron and marble and cinnamon and odors and ointments and fragrances and wine and oil and fine flour, wheat, beasts, sheep, horses, chariots, slaves, and souls of men. Bang. Whoa. Slaves and souls of men. You understand? Satan's playing for keeps, guys. The most valuable commodity traded in Babylon. Babylon is not just a city there, guys. It's a, it's a system. It's a world system. It has to do with occultic worship and dark things and all these things. It, it, it invades in all of that. But look at the last two things. The most expensive thing, commodities it trades in. Slaves and souls of men. How did that happen? Somebody got bound up in darkness. I'm telling you guys, you need the Holy Ghost to help you through these times, okay? So when y'all come back off a break, spring break, have a great spring break, by the way. I'll see you before then, and then, uh, of course, we'll be at church, and then uh, camp meeting, all that good stuff. We'll be there. Y'all will be there. Just get Wednesday morning service and just go to one of the classrooms and do that There you go. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just letting you know, I'm letting you know that right there to tell you how these things are all tied in. And, and, and this darkness, it's not just... Some good old boy out there living in sin. This is a, it, it, there's a system of darkness. There is a system of darkness where Satan propagates his worship. And it will, it will be propagated in these last days, obviously through the man of sin and these kind of things. I don't want to get into all that, but I'm just letting you know. How will this system even come to pass? How will this system even... It's obvious that there's something pushing the world system, the world, to these kind of things. There's obviously there's something pushing the world into a world war. I mean, if we're not heading to world war, then why did they stop... Why don't they stop putting sanctions on? If we're not heading to a third world war, why don't they sanction? Why don't they do what they, they, they could obviously, they said months ago this was going to happen. Why don't they stop it then? 
Somebody wants a war. Somebody's selling arms. Okay, if we want to stop it, why are we still buying 500 and something thousand barrels a, a month or a day or whatever from Russia? Are we serious about that? There's, there's, there's something is pushing things in this direction. Are you saying it's a conspiracy? You can call it whatever you want. I'm just letting you know right now that that's, there's something more to all of this than just how it happens in the world, and that's just the way it is. Okay? Satan is active, and we got to get active. Okay? Also, often this too much. All right, hey guys, thanks for tuning in. And uh, this episode uh, went over a lot of things. Uh, getting started with this Freemasonry, it goes pretty deep. There's a lot of detail you could get into it, uh, try to hit the highlights, but uh, we got a good start on it. And so we're going to put some more episodes out here in the next few weeks, uh, probably two or three, about. Uh, the occult here Freemasonry all its connections to the new world order these kind of things so stick around and thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you next time